Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Empowering Life Ministries podcast. It is Monday, July the 24th, 2023. And guess what today is? Can you guess? I know what it is. You do. Our audience doesn't know, but we are celebrating today. This is episode 400. (laughs) This has been such a wonderful journey so far, and we're in we're just having a blast with it. In case you don't know, and I will say again, we don't even really know if this is a, this is a comedy show or what it is, but we're we're having fun with it. But this is episode four hundred of Empowered Life Ministries podcast. So I think um, it's very serious teaching. It is it is serious teaching, but we have fun doing it because we enjoy the word and we enjoy uh, the life that the Lord has given us. And so thank you so much. And we would greatly appreciate it if you could share and help us to celebrate. Maybe put it on your Facebook page about Empower Life Ministry Podcast number 400 episode. It would just be a blessing to us if you could share that today. Yeah, we would really appreciate that. Uh, We're going to pick back up today. Uh, we're We're going down into verse 12 is where we were at when we uh, went well, off here on Friday. <laughs> well, we had a hard time turning off the recording. We had to stop. We I mean, had we to just stop, but time. it was just so rich. <clears throat> but, you know, we're looking at this in this verse. There, it's a, such a powerful verse yes. here and what it's talking about because it's really speaking to where we live. I mean, stuff we deal with as individuals, and that's the thing I like about Everyday the Word life. of God. Everyday life, yes. That's, yeah, that's the thing I like about the Word of God because what it does is it? It don't just show us all the good things with the people in the Word of God. It shows their failures. It shows their victories. You know. Mm-hmm. It shows their doubt. And yeah. It shows their faith. I and, mean, and that's what I looked at when we were reading that out of Hebrews four and twelve in the Passion Translation. It said it interprets and reveals the true thoughts and secret motives of the heart. Yes. And that's we had a couple of examples that really just started. You know, flowing out of us when we we turned off the recording went. Oh man, that would be a great example because they they were just living everyday life yet they they had that doubt. Yeah, well, you know that came out of the message in in verse twelve in the way it read in there because what got it running is it says that God means what He says, what He says goes. His powerful word is sharp as a surgeon's scalpel, cutting through everything everything whether doubt or defense. Laying us open to listen and obey. <laughs> Look at that phrase, <clears throat> laying us open. Well, you know, the whole thing about the Word of God, especially in the New yes. Covenant, God is after our hearts. Yeah. It's not external things. Mm-mm. You know, we can dress it up and try to make things look a certain way. We put a smile on our face a lot of times when we're in great pain yes. and, and feel like we're dying inside. We know how to put a mask on. But God in the New Covenant is really wanting us to, our hearts is what he's after. And he exposes our hearts not to condemn us or anything like that. He exposes our hearts to deliver us is what he does. Mm-hmm. But in this, whether that that scalpel starts cutting on us, whether it's doubt or defense, and that's really what we got to running with on that because when we begin to doubt what God has said, we start becoming defensive not only in our language, but in our actions. And we have people in the scripture that are good examples of that. And the very first one, we can go all the way back to the book of Genesis. And, you know, even think about Adam and Eve. You know, if you, you know, the enemy came at him and said, well, if you eat this, 
you will be like God. Well, the, well, they question first. They question did God it. tell you that? Did, you, yeah, did he really say about that? About the trees you yeah. can eat of and all this stuff? Yeah, and that's exactly the way the enemy does, is come at us and say, well, did, is that really what God said? But the truth was, they were already like God. They were made yeah. in his image, yeah. just as like we are made in his image. Yeah, the way he made them doubt is he says, that did God say, you know, not to eat of all the trees of the garden? They said, yeah, but, you know, of the tree of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil you know and he said well god knows you eat that then you're going to be like him mm-hmm. there's the story <laughs> there's the story and there's the seed for them to start doubting in all of our hearts who don't want to be like god mm-hmm. but the truth of the matter was they already were like god and that's what they should have spoke uh, to the enemy that was speaking something contrary to them and you know i learned this as a young christian we have to learn how to speak to ourselves. yes I laugh when I think back of some of the things that was there, like some of the phrases, get behind me, Satan. <laughs> you know, because I remember... They were very relevant I, I remember a guy. Yes. I, I remember a guy back in the church when we first got saved, the church was going to Freedom Hall Temple. There was a guy in there got testifying one night, and he says, driving down the road. You remember that? I did. <laughs> he, didn't have, he had a speech impediment, and, <laughs> and he's driving down the road, and he's, oh, he got Jesus. testifying about... Uh, Oh, Satan, <laughs> Satan started talking to me and saying stuff. He said, I pulled my truck over and I said, you get behind me, Satan. You get out of this truck. <laughs> you just never forget stuff like that. And you, know? you never know what you're going to hear on Empowering Life Ministries <laughs> podcast. It was hilarious. Because you're, you're, I'm telling you, your memory has, there, has well, a way of working. Well, you I know, there know. was a truth to it. There was a there truth. There was a truth to it. But this, I, I, the whole thing with this with Adam and Eve, they were already like God. Yes. And, and you know, Jesus even called Peter. He said, get behind me, Satan, to Peter. He did. He did. You know? But, you know, and, and I, you know, you bring up Peter. Here's a, here's a point about this, because we're talking about being able to enter into that rest without, doubt, without doubting. Think about the time when all the disciples were in the ship and the storm came up and Jesus came walking on the water and they saw him. They were afraid. And they were afraid. <laughs> and Jesus said, if if that's you, Lord, if that's really you, bid me to come. So he was putting himself into saying, I'm not sure if this is you because I haven't seen you like this before. And that's what really pulls us out. I mean, I know they were in the midst of a storm. Well, it's not every day you see it's, somebody walking it, on well, the water. Well, that's either. true. I'm sure Thomas in the back of the ship said, <laughs> it's me! <laughs> Lord, somebody come rescue me, please! Somebody come rescue me. His name—they called him Doubting Thomas. I know, but <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so that was my example. Is Peter says to the Lord, "If it's you, ask me to come." But you know, there was that one the only time. You know, and of course, Peter—you know—he was famous for opening his mouth, but. Think about the time he's, you know, after Jesus had been arrested, he's warming himself by the fire, and Peter doubts Jesus when he's identified as the son, uh, uh, as Jesus' disciple. He started, you know, he started cursing. Well, one of the women identified him yes. as being his disciple. And it happened three times. Weren't, weren't you with him? Your speech betrays you. Yeah, all this. And so all this doubt starts coming in, but fear was driving Peter to doubt 
who and what he, who Jesus was and what he was called to do. Well, what happened, he said here in the scripture, said whether doubt or defense. Yes. So his doubt in Jesus put him in a defensive state. Yes, is it, what did. it did. He started defending right, himself. Because it wasn't happening like they thought it was mm. going to happen. They thought he was just going to take over. My Lord. You know, going to overthrow the Romans and just take over the whole situation. But Ooh. that's not the way it happened. So it put Peter in a state of doubt. And then when he got questioned about, you know, are you with him? You know, yes. you're one of his disciples. Pulled him out of that state of rest. He ended up, I mean, Jesus already prophesied to him, told him it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. You'll deny me three times. Well, let me you tell know? one quick story and then we're going to end. Well, let me, let me finish okay. this. Oh, you still got something yeah. more. Okay. So all that's going on. So in Peter, in that distress that he's under in that, that doubt birthed. A defensiveness in him. Yes. And that defensiveness made him move into a place of cursing because that was out of character for the disciples of Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean... Well, think about... Doubt or defense. Doubt or defense. Same way with John the Baptist who gets arrested. He's in prison and he sends his disciples and said, tells him, go ask Jesus, are you really the one? Mm-hmm. Mm, defense. Fear. Defense in our actions and defense in our language. Mm. So we just leave you with this thought today. Please rest assured that Jesus is the one. Amen? Amen. Have a blessed day, everybody.